how do you know that you're casting a, a compelling vision? Uh, how would you encourage somebody? You know, I get ideas all. I'm never, you know, I'm never short of ideas. <laughs> Most of them suck, you know. Uh, but but I go and I, I have a, a small group of people that I'll I'll, I'll surface those. Yeah. And and it gets affirmed or it gets you know a bunch of holes blowing into it. <laughs> I'm an eight. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I just go back and try to figure something else out. This is the Church Report Podcast, exploring challenges the church faces around the world. Brought to you by the Rogo Foundation. Now, here's Scott Camden. Hey, what's going on? And welcome to the Church Report Podcast. My name is Scott Camden, and I serve as the Advancement Director for the Rogo Foundation. And today, I'm joined by two great friends of mine, two uh, colleagues that I get to serve with, both at Sandals Church and the Rogo Foundation. I've got one of our executives, Ron McCoy, and we've got Mike Terrell. And Mike, I don't know your actual title other than the guy that does all the things related to marketing and advertising and social and, yeah. and even communications. Yeah. What's your official title? Marketing supervisor. Marketing supervisor. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, today we're, we're taking a, a bit of a departure from our typical uh, church report podcast. And what we're going to talk about is actually giving Tuesday. This is a huge deal, and it's been something that has been, I'll say, transformational for the Rogo Foundation uh, over the last two years, 2019 and 2020. And we have a audacious goal, uh, to say the least, for 2021. And I see Ron chuckling. Mike, it looked like you were praying. Yes, yes. Uh, so um, I'd, I'd like to kick things off today. And Ron, I, I'd like to ask you uh, to, to talk about how the Rogo Foundation decided the, the Giving Tuesday idea was a good thing to pursue and ultimately engage in in 2019. How did we get there? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the first thing I would say is it, it was definitely a test. I mean, we we didn't know. We hadn't had a tremendous amount of experience with Giving Tuesday. Um, but, you know, we just felt we, we, we felt like um, it was it was a compelling. We felt like we had a compelling reason and vision for people to uh to to want to support for to invite people to and you know this is giving tuesday is a national uh, really a global day of philanthropic giving yeah. all over the world and we thought man maybe there are people uh both connected to uh, our church sandals church and connected to the foundation that would want to give above and beyond and we want to be a part of the solution of really saving dying churches which is which is what we're passionate about yeah yeah so so uh, for those who don't know about our 2019 campaign, uh, what was the church that we had had the opportunity to adopt, revitalize, and relaunch? Yeah, so it was a, a manual uh, Baptist church. Um, uh, a manual Baptist church, Azusa, was yeah. that one. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> um, and it, of course, located in the city of Azusa, California, uh, had been around for, uh, I think, about 65 years um, had really fallen on hard times. The, the church had declined to about eight people. Um, you heard that right, eight people. Mm -hmm. And um, most of them were in their 60s and 70s and 80s. And even one lady was in her 90s. And um, they just didn't know how to reach the community, the community anymore. They were really um, struggling financially. Of course, there was a lot of uh, deferred maintenance on the building. And they just thought, man, what are we going to do with this place? And their hope and desire was really aligned with our hope and desire, which was that um, we could replant the church. We could make it a place that was relevant again, and we could reach another generation with the gospel right there in the city of Azusa. Yeah. And uh, so that campaign was for, uh, was for that church. So I, I remember uh, back, I'll, I'll say pretty early in 2019, uh, you came to me and, and brought up the idea of engaging in Giving Tuesday. Yeah. And Mike, if I remember right, uh, you came on staff with Sandals Church in 2019. Was it was it in March? Yeah, March 2019. So so uh, wet behind the ears. Yeah, uh, <laughs> You get the opportunity to engage in what was it like your tenth Giving Tuesday effort? Or you yeah. you done a bunch of these, right? Oh yeah, for sure. No, not I have never. I, I had not at that point utilize anything remotely close to giving Tuesday, especially in the e-commerce world. There's that was sales, man. We didn't have any giving Tuesday. Effort, <laughs> so that was very new to that. Yeah. 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 So you come on staff, you hear about this. Clearly you've got to do a bunch of research to understand what giving Tuesday is. Yeah. You're new to a team. Uh, there's other people that you're working with that yeah. are involved and you hear that we've got this goal of $50,000 yeah. to raise, uh, really within a 24 hour period, 
And nobody in the organization has ever been a part of a Giving Tuesday effort. Yep. You've never been a part of a Giving Tuesday effort. And we're going to go for it. And we're going to pray that, you know, because we know that it's God that brings the increase. We're going to pray that we do our part and plan well, yeah. execute well, and, and trust God to bring the blessing. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about just the, the process of really knowing nothing and becoming educated as best you could in a short time? to be prepared to develop a plan and then execute on that plan. Yeah, totally. I mean, so I, I had no, like knew of giving Tuesday as like pops up on the calendar every year and I'm getting social media ads from different companies to like do a little giving on the Tuesday after black Friday. That's about as much as I knew. Um, and I remember our first conversations in 2019 about it. And I, I thought what was interesting was the, kind of the tone that I think guys like you and Ron had set with just creating a network of people who wanted to jump in and support um, what Sandals Church was doing and help the revitalization efforts you guys were doing. So you guys had kind of set a tone of like, okay, there's at least in my mind, there's a network we're building of solid relationships to partner and do work together. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and so when I first heard about the Giving Tuesday campaign, um, I actually... I think I was hooked by the idea pretty quick. Um, and I think I was hooked from a marketing standpoint, um, even though, you know, the church planting revitalization work you guys were doing was not my area of expertise. Like I, I took a one class on that in uh, seminary years back, but I, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. Um, but I thought the prospect of, hey, what if we could tap into this message of, Hey, what if you gave to launching a church? Like, that's kind of interesting. Um, and I haven't really heard of that. And I thought like that, I feel like people in my generation would actually be excited to see that. So millennials. Um, and then I also thought like, Hey, you know what? Even, you know, my parents or, or people in their community, I think they might be excited about that message. So that, that's what was interesting to me was I knew that the work you guys were doing on the revitalization side of things. I knew nothing about that was so foreign. It was like a, I even had, you know, toyed with some PPC ads months mm -hmm. back. You guys remember that where I was like, I know there's a problem, but I don't know who to target yeah. with this. Like we know that like the American church is going through something, but I don't, how do you reach people with this? Right. Um, but that, what I thought was cool is you guys saw an opportunity, I think to be like, wow, there's a unique day on the calendar that encourages people to, you know, acts of generosity and then as soon as like you guys kind of put the pieces on the table, I, I think I saw an opportunity that was really cool. Because sometimes, you know, especially being in marketing, you can have ideas come across like uh, your desk and go, oh, shoot, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work. And I, I, I remember with Giving Tuesday, though I knew like nothing of your guys' world really being like, man, I, I think there's something to this message of what if wh what if you could give to like launch a church like that's a really unique project and mm -hmm. so um i'll say that i know we're going to get into this i'll say the first year the goal i thought was uh i thought we could do it i thought we could do that goal i was like all right we can make this happen and we'll get into how i felt the following year with what ron made me feel when he said that but i'll just say i think you guys tapped into something really interesting that uh actually captured uh my attention so it was really cool yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to make sure I don't break into a bout of Tourette's when we revisit year two, because that, <laughs> no. that was that was something I'll else. I'll try not to sweat. <laughs> right, right, for sure. Um, you know, I, I think something that would be beneficial for those who are listening is to hear a little bit, Mike, about how did you start to build the plan? Okay, we understand sure. there's the goal. The goal is mm -hmm. 50 grand. Really, it's in a 24-hour period. Yeah. And uh, I think w I'll share after you, I'll say the role that I played that year mm -hmm. is everybody was, was, you know, had a lane to stay in. Yeah. And then we also had to trust our teammates yeah. to, to work hard, to do all that they could in their lane yeah. and then believe that it was all going to come together in that 24 hour period yeah. with a little bit of stuff happening beforehand, because yeah. you had a lot of, I'll say heavy lifting in the few days leading into giving Tuesday, because mm -hmm. you had to start kind of a, um, seeding the field a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So could you just talk about that a bit? Yeah. Um, well, I think the key, the key part of the, you know, the creative process for a project like this, um, was just 
the the message we really had to figure out what's a what's a compelling message that um like, like just captures people's like like hearts and minds like i always think about that with media and that's what i've always been passionate about with marketing is like is messaging like what how can we like make like send out compelling messages to like capture people's attention and commitment so that was the biggest challenge um off the bat and i think throughout the whole uh first campaign was what what kind of message do we need to craft that engages people and invites them to come be a part of this? And so um, the reason that was challenging was, you know, really what we were saying, uh, what we had to do is we had to introduce a problem, right? We had to kind of, you know, the, the problem would contribute to showing people uh, why the project was valuable and why they should be a part of it, right? Um, and then we also had to give some context. So we had to invite you into a story. There had to be like, where is this? What is this about? And then we had to, um, you know, show you the opportunity. So we had to like, not only do you capture people's attention, but then you also had to get them to a place where they could see, hey, if I give to this, I'm making an impact. And that was really challenging. Um, and so that's what, what we worked on. I uh, worked on with our uh, executive pastors, wife, Lori Zimbardi, um, who really was the MVP on that, that project. Um, we just began to work on this message of, okay, there's a church uh, in Azusa, California um, that we're talking to. And um, by the way, at that point, the crazy behind the scenes thing was it wasn't a for sure. So we were trying to run this <laughs> campaign right. where Ron was like, it, it's, it's, it'll be a yes. I'm pretty sure it's looking good, <laughs> but go ahead and move forward. We were waiting on the vote. <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah, man, that was, that was crazy. But um, yeah, nonetheless, like, I think we set out, Lori and I, just to kind of craft a bit of a story of like, uh, this church in Azusa, California, that like Ron was saying, had fallen on hard times. Um, and there was an opportunity uh, that kind of the story we told was like, be a part of something new in Azusa. Uh, that was partially because we didn't, you know, it was like, we're pretty sure this is going to go through, but we don't have the yes yet, <laughs> so we can't quite say it. Um, so that was the story we told, be a part of something new in Azusa, California. We tried to paint the context of there's so much, there's this you know, pretty vibrant community of young people. You got Azusa Pacific University, very influential yeah. uh, university out there. You got Citrus College. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity to really reach young people. Um, and that was the context. The The problem we laid um, was just like, uh, and we actually told this story in a campaign video. That was a key part of it was uh, basically, you know, what was going on in the American church in the Western world, like churches, you know, being in decline. And then we tried to present like, hey, let's be a part of something new in, in Azusa. Let's be a part of this solution of launching uh, a church in a community that needs it and think of like the people we could reach. So yeah, th those are kind of the three components. We worked on a story, a comms package. And then we, uh, from there, um, we moved to just meet, we, we just call it like mixed media amongst our team of like, what kind of graphic assets do we need to produce? Uh, what kind of videos do we need to produce? Um, visuals we need to capture landing page. And then we thought through, you know, the conversion process. That was a lot of your work, uh, Scott, which was really cool. Just a, a really solid uh, giving platform integration. So yeah, everything from creativity to like, how do I think of something cool or compelling to show a prospect? And then how do I get them to actually a, a good space online where they'll go, yeah, I'm in, like, let me give to this. So that was, that was the process, man. I, I guess in, in summary, it was, it was, um, very, that first year was very, uh, unsettling and challenging even, but I, I think we were convinced that the, the project had something interesting yeah. that, Hey, what if you could launch a church on giving Tuesday timeline? How oh, long sure. did you have to develop the plan, develop the pieces and yeah. then begin execution? Man. Um, well, I would say to your credit, Scott, I think like in May, I think you surfaced the idea. So to, to your guys' credit, I think you guys were, uh, there was solid planning there. Of, I think there's an opportunity. We're looking ahead. Ron, that's a tip um, of the hat to you. Tip of the hat to Ron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was on my radar. I think we probably, if I had to guess, I'm trying to remember. Um, I, I think we probably started working on it in September. Um, but there was a lot of, like I said, there was a lot of challenges because we didn't have the, the for sure yet. And right. so I think... All said and done, maybe there was probably about two months of like solid work on developing the assets, yeah. filming. Yeah. Um, that was that stuff was crazy. The day, the three days leading up to it were insane. I think we had meetings, Scott, where we were like, 
where do we deliver this message to our people? You know, what does this look like? We don't want to confuse people, you, you know, like just, there were so many challenges. So the, the three days leading up to it, uh, my goodness, I, that was, that was <laughs> my that, goodness. Yeah, I had anxiety those three <laughs> yeah. days leading up to it. So, well, that was great. Thanks for giving that flyover, yeah. Mike. You know, Ron, I, I remember you and I talking a lot about the relationships that we have worked hard over the previous year, year and a half to cultivate people who had caught the vision of the work in the ministry that the Rogo Foundation was called to. And we, we really, I, I would say, wrestled with what is the right way, the honoring way to approach these people? Yeah. Do we just wait to the last minute, hope they're looking at our social media and our emails, and then they're compelled to give? Um, do, we, do we do something different? And what you and I and a few other people that are a part of the team had decided to do was really build out these target lists of people that we believed that we had the relationship with that we could go to in advance and say, hey, I want to let you know about something that's coming. Yeah. And I'd like to invite you into the opportunity to be praying about the role that God might have for you in our Giving Tuesday effort, our first ever. And, and what we talked to people about was, you know, the most powerful thing you can do, obviously, is, is prayer. So we highlighted and drove focus on the importance of praying that, that God would make a way and that he would help us to develop the plan. We talked about that. Uh, the, the next one was that they, they could partner with us. They could give something. Yeah. Uh, and everybody can do something, whether it's a dollar, that makes a difference, or whether it's $100,000, clearly that makes a difference. It's the fact that if God is, is inviting them to personally be a part of this, they can. But one of the areas that we really tried to drive home was would they help us tell others to get outside of our communication bubble and start to reach out to an audience that on our own we don't have access to yeah you know um what what um what helped to make that such a priority for you and to really uh stay on and drive that with those who had a hand in this about casting vision to others yeah well look i mean I, the, the reality is our reach is only so far uh, but if we take our reach and we extend it by reaching through the people that our reach that our reach has the capacity to reach, then we magnify uh, the the number of eyes and and ears that are seeing and hearing our messages. And so I think for us it was just the the recognition and realization that um, if we were going to hit uh, the, these these big goals, uh, our first year was a big goal. Uh, yeah. uh, all the folks that we partnered with told us we were crazy for trying to raise $50,000 our first time. Right. Uh, we'll talk about the, the subsequent goals uh, later, but um, you, you know, I think the reality is we just, we, we, we knew that we couldn't do it alone. And I think one thing I just want to say, Scott, you know, if, if, um, if somebody's listening to this and you're a small nonprofit and, and maybe it's just you or you and one other person, um, you're probably thinking, well, you guys got a big team and you got a big audience. And so, uh, this doesn't apply to me. And so I want to just, I want to pause real quick and I want to, I want to encourage you with, with a little bit of truth here. Num number one, um, you don't need a big team. Now we are blessed with a big team. We've got, we've got folks that support marketing for us and vision and strategy. And we've got an audience that we've built over many, many years. And that certainly helps. It helps reach big goals. But, but man, even if you're a small nonprofit, um, maybe your goal is not 50,000 or something more audacious than that. Maybe it's 5,000. And, um, and look, I, I think you've got to, you've got to be okay. Um, setting a goal that's uh, both challenging, um, but, but, but also attainable. And, um, and so set a goal that's real for you. I want to just say that. And then, and then the second thing is, and the second piece of that is really, um, you can do this, you know, and this is probably, uh, the place specifically that you're going to get the greatest impact impact is by reaching out to the people who are great connectors in your community. You have them, you know them. Um, you don't have to have a big audience to know a handful of people that have a big audience. And so what I would just encourage the, the folks listening, man, if, you're, if you've got a small nonprofit and you're like, I'd love to just raise $5,000 on Giving Tuesday, I want to say you, you, you can probably do that and, and you probably already know the people that can do that. And so a big part of this for us was going out and, and connecting with people that, um, that, that, that know people, people that are, that are well-connected in the community. Um, certainly as a faith-based nonprofit, we wanted people who understood the importance of, of the gospel and of reaching people with the gospel. And so we're out looking for people in that space uh, that are passionate about that. Um, we're out looking for people 
that are passionate about reaching the next generation, right? And and um, and so for us, we we knew the work was worthy. And to Mike's point, man, the the messaging is so critical on this. You know, you've got to be both. Um, compelling and also cast the the biggest net you can. And so you don't want to be so finite with your messaging that you miss a bunch of people that might be compelled to give to a to a to a broader picture. And so you got to sort of keep all that in mind and in perspective um, when you think about going out and 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 casting a vision for whatever it is that 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 you that you do um, and also inviting people to that. I want to take a, another step back because I think all that was great, Ron, um, around the idea of how do you know that you're casting a, a compelling vision? Uh, how would you encourage somebody? You know, I get ideas all. I'm never, you know, I'm never short of ideas. <laughs> Most of them suck, you know. Uh, but but I go and I, I have a, a small group of people that I'll 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 surface those. Yeah. And and it gets affirmed or it gets you know a bunch of holes blowing into it. <laughs> I'm an eight. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I just go back and try to figure something else out. But um, what would you say to somebody who's listening to this and, and they they haven't done this before and they think they have compelling vision? Yeah. Yeah. What would be a process before they go and present an ask or present an opportunity to somebody? Yeah. I, well, I think I, I think you hit the nail on the head, and and really, it's 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 to ask people. I mean, you know, every um, every uh, nonprofit I can think of um, is out to accomplish some mission, and there are people that support that mission, and there are people that are behind it, um, and it might only be three people. Uh, but it's three people, and so I think part of what uh, I would encourage you to do, if you're listening to this and you're and you're asking yourself that question, is my vision compelling? Is it is it something that other people that don't know about who I am and what I do that they would get behind? Is ask the people that are already behind you, go out and and say, hey, look, um, I you know we're 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 going to do a Giving Tuesday campaign this year. It's the first time we've done it. We have this idea for a vision. Um, what do you think about it? Is it compelling? Would 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 you be passionate and excited to share this with your friends and your network? Um, and I think that question is a good question to ask because um, if they wouldn't, then your vision's probably not very compelling. And if they would, then 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 you, then you might have something, you know. And so I would I would probably just start with your audience, your local audience. And the other thing is, look, there's a there's a mountain, uh, uh, you know, of, of just of information online. I think I would encourage folks to go and um and and do some research. We did a lot of research that first year. I mean, we we asked experts that had done this before. We reached out to other nonprofits, yeah. other faith based nonprofits, other churches, industry leaders. You know, we didn't sort of take a stab in the dark at this. We spent a lot of time and energy. Mike was reaching out to friends. You were reaching out to people, Scott. I was reaching out to people. Other folks on our team were reaching out to people. We were reading articles. Um, don't be afraid to go out and do a little bit of legwork either. I, I think there's a reality to this, especially, uh, you know, your first time around that you just don't know everything. We we didn't, there was a lot we didn't know. And we learned a lot through our first campaign yeah. um, that that we that we corrected and we fixed and we saw great results in our second campaign. And I'm expecting here uh, the third time around, we're gonna, we're gonna see that again. And so I think just, you know, approaching it with with a perspective and an attitude of um of recognizing that you don't have all the answers. Nobody does. We certainly didn't. Uh, and it's okay to go out and, and, and ask. I mean, we, we certainly, if, if you reached out to us, we would, we would be happy to give you our perspective Absolutely. on it. If you wanted to reach out to us, you yeah. know, we, we love getting to do that. So, so we get the, the, the goal 50 grand that we're going to work to raise, <laughs> hopefully, uh, prayerfully. And we've got a great partner who uh, provides our giving platform. It's uh, generosity through Lifeway. So it's I Donate and Generosity, great team. And we meet with a few of the guys over there and we share our goal. And they're like, I'm sorry, how many times have you guys done a Giving Tuesday effort? <laughs> and, and it was very clear that they thought that we had a very audacious goal for year one. And uh, Ron, I'll, I'll let you share the, the result. Yeah. Um, uh, as we kick that off. Yeah. It, you know, it's kind of funny even looking back. I mean, I, I, you know, looking back now, I think they were kind of, um, helping us set expectations to not hit it. Like they were, <laughs> yeah. they were trying to sort of say, that's great guys, but yeah. realistically you're not going to hit that goal. So we didn't feel bad when we didn't hit that goal. 
Um, but look, man, God, God uh, you know, God, God clearly showed up big time for us. I think, uh, I think we landed somewhere that first year. Our goal was was to, to raise fifty thousand dollars on Giving Tuesday. We landed somewhere around seventy six thousand dollars, I believe, that year. Yeah, um, which is just incredible. I mean, we were so encouraged by that. Um, again, we, we did a, we did a, it was a, it was a mountain of work for, for our team, a lot of research, a lot of very specific action items, uh, a very precise plan. And I, and I just want to emphasize that we had a plan for the day. We had a plan leading up to the day. Um, Mike had a comms plan. We had a plan about reaching out to people relationally. We went out and asked people. I mean, I think that's, you know, you, you talked about partners a minute ago. I want to just let me just land on this real quick because I think it's so important. You have to be willing to ask people to to contribute. You have to ask them to give. Yeah. I mean, I think I think for us that was probably the biggest takeaway for me, uh, especially being in a church. You know, we've got people who regularly give and regularly tithe to the church. Um, but but look, th- th- what we learned is that so many of them are also passionate about this thing, and and they will give to this thing uh, without stopping giving to their, you know, their, their, their regular gifts. You know, they have, they have other funds, other resources that they like to give above and beyond their regular giving. And, and we learned that the first year we learned that, that man, people will be passionate about, um, you know, these, these, these great king, this great kingdom work if we invite them to it, but you have to ask. And we asked, we, we went out and we reached out to people that we felt like, uh, were people who would be passionate about the things we're passionate about that would be excited about our vision. And we said to them, will you give to this? Would you be willing to help seed this for us? And and many of them said yes. Yeah. And so I want to just encourage folks with that. Um, you don't know unless you ask people. Don't be afraid to ask people to contribute. Yeah. So, so Mike, uh, you know, God obviously moves in a massive way. The entire team is wiped out, you know, the day after giving Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like it's just this crazy emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, Ron, if I remember right, um, our foundation staff was at your house and we were, we were having a, a Christmas party, but you and I and our executive pastor and, and really everybody else that was on staff, um, could not stop refreshing their their back <laughs> office right. page to understand how things were going. That's right. Literally watching every few minutes, seeing what was happening because Mike and his team and a number of other people were still pushing some of the content that had been created and people were still mm. giving. Yeah. Uh, we we had a, a, a strategy to, to actually keep help to keep things moving through that day, and we knew it wasn't over until it was no longer Giving Tuesday, uh, and so. Great success. We get our rest afterwards. There's, you know, a definite celebration. And uh, just a few months later, uh, you call me into your office and you say, "Hey, we're going to talk about Giving Tuesday." I think it was just kind of a brief conversation, and we were going to circle back. And so you had asked me to put some thought into it. And uh, I'll, I'll share this story, and then Mike, I want to, I want to ask you a question as well. But I, I leave from our meeting. I think about 2020. Giving Tuesday, and I think about what might be a realistic goal. We we set for fifty. God bless it. We raised seventy six. I'm thinking a, a, probably a responsible increase <laughs> is to double our goal. A hundred k is a lot of money. This will be our second time. Don't know if we had lightning in a jar that one time or if we can repeat it. Don't know. So I come in for our next meeting, and you say to, to me, "What do you think?" And I go, I, I, th- I think, uh, I think hundred grand is probably a good goal. And if I remember right, you kind of smirked and looked at me, but you also looked past me and you had a number written on your grease board too. And then the, as I'm seeing the number, what comes out of your mouth next skewered me to the wall. And it was, well, I've been praying <laughs> about this and I'm like, oh crap. Like I didn't pray about it. And I think that that's just a critical component as you prepare for giving Tuesdays, really pray through this. Yeah. Um, and I knew I was done. I knew I was done. I knew it was going to be a bigger goal. And I knew I was going to have to submit to that because I hadn't prayed. And you said, this year's goal, I, I think, needs to be a quarter of a million dollars. It needs, needs to be $250,000. Yeah. And I, my heart sunk. I literally <laughs> felt sick. And I was just like, this is nuts, man. Okay, you prayed. I believe you listened to God. We're going to go. So I'll pause there and I'll say, Mike, coming out mm-hmm. of this, did you guys just kind of close the books on Giving Tuesday, you and your team? Just say, hey, good job no lessons learned, no nothing. And then year two, we just spun up the same campaign with a different opportunity. I, I think 
in all in all honesty, I think we finished giving Tuesday and I was like, I hope we don't do that again. That was, that was, <laughs> we had like uh like licensing issues with our music um on the uh campaign videos. And That's so right. like the day of launch, we had to run back in our, our videographer, Alex Garcia, who's on my team, like we we forged a friendship through that chaos. <laughs> Baptism think, by fire. Yeah, because we had to redo all the videos because I was like, man, if these things get flagged, like they're not going to go out and then that's going to be awful because the 24-hour period, right? So I think I hoped we would never do it again. I was like, praise God, that's awesome. You know, like that's something to celebrate. But I, I think I was really like, let's not do that again. And um, the funny thing is I didn't know about this meeting till uh probably august of 2020 so we've already, <laughs> we went through a pandemic and then i got to hear about the uh the new goal and that we were doing giving tuesday again and um in a pandemic yeah i was like um oh my gosh i remember that meeting i kept a straight face but i was like what are we doing <laughs> like this is crazy to me man like the world's been shut down um but i think that probably i i think that for me uh really says something about um, but, but both of you guys and, and like your leadership, sorry to gas you up on your own podcast, but I, I, the way I experienced it was Ron is Ron, you know, he's, he's moving forward with this. Uh, and Scott is too, or at least, at least he kept a straight face in the meeting. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And I think that actually drove us to create a lot of really solid content and hustle hard was cause you guys just were like convinced of we're going to go for this. Um, and I don't know if, if at points you were like doubtful if we were going to hit it. I don't know if that's the point. I think the point was you guys led with like, let's go for it. We're going to go for it. And so I think me and my team were like, all right, we're going to go for it. We got to deliver. So we took it to a whole new level. And uh, it actually became my favorite project we worked on all 2020. And that's saying something because when everything shut down, we got to experiment. My team on digital media, we got to experiment like crazy. So it was taxing, but super fun. You know, it was, it was a, for our work, it was a really cool time to try new things. So all of that said, like the way giving Tuesday 2020 like played out actually became my favorite thing we worked on and probably the thing I'm most proud of that our team did. Um, so yeah, man, what a crazy, my, my stomach sank though in that first meeting. So, so can, yeah. can you talk a little bit and I, I will say thanks for the, the nice words and yeah. you know, um, God has truly blessed our organization with a not a lot of with a lot of uh, uniquely talented people Amen. who who didn't just come here for a job but they were Amen. called to be a part of what God is doing here and, and I'm sure for many people listening who uh, lead nonprofits who work in nonprofits they probably could say the same thing a lot of people have great teams and you guys each year have showed up with, with so many other people that we haven't even mentioned names and have have committed to do their absolute best, but they trust God to bring the increase. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. each, I'll say each day, well, that's not fair. More days than not, we're, when our heads hit the pillow, we know that we've done everything that we can uh, to the best of our abilities and we're trusting God in all of it. So we, we pitch this big idea. We know that it's going to be Sandals Church, Anaheim, Ron. We have this amazing opportunity, yeah. this church, beautiful church in Anaheim that is going to turn their facility over to us, and we're going to have the opportunity to revitalize it and relaunch it, and we're going to try to raise a quarter of a million dollars. So, Mike, what does this round two look like with your team? You've come off of, a, will say, a win, a successful campaign. D did you just unpack that playbook? tweak just a few things and run it again? Or, or what, what did that actually look like? Yeah. Um, well, I think maybe, maybe, um, even subconsciously, which I think tells us that, um, I think we did it like our, I think our recipe the first year was onto something was like, um, basically like problem, um, solution, like what could be like, I think that formula, um, you know, I think it worked because I think we just kind of subconsciously went into that uh, in 2020. Um, and again, I mean, the really exciting thing was we we had the yes. Uh, so that for me was like, OK, so I know this is going to like we got the OK. So this yeah. isn't like 
We're not waiting on the church to vote while we're building the campaign. Yeah, that was interesting. Even our old, our 2019 comms, it started out with be a part of uh, something new. So we had to be really dialed back. Uh, And so this time around, we got to really be more um, direct with our messaging, more clear, which was that that was was exciting. Um, And again, I think first time around, um, which was a really cool idea, just the idea of launching a church on Giving Tuesday um, I think we felt like there was something there, uh, regardless of the challenges. We're like, man, there's something here to this idea that you can, you, my money could go to launching a church. Like that's pretty cool. Um, and then 2020, I think we knew that was there and it would just felt like, oh man, we've got a church. Like this is going to be Sandals Church Anaheim. Um, you know, there was also excitement being out here in, um, Southern California. There's a lot of excitement around having a Sandals Church in Orange County. Like Orange County is a, a really, uh, influential, you know, uh, place in Southern California. So that was really exciting. So there was some, some elements there that we were like, this is going to be fun and, um, cool to like kind of bring out. So we developed a, uh, again, we developed a story and what we, what we did this time around was we, um, zoomed out a bit. That was what was interesting. We zoomed out in our comms. Um, and the, the plan was let's start broad and begin to tease our audience with, um, a project opportunity that had to do with bringing, um, you know, like bringing, I think we said, um, let's, let's make this happen was kind of our mantra for that campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, so we started with like, let's make, um, hope happen. Right. So super zoomed out. Um, and we developed key art. So we really thought of this as like a campaign. So the first year was more of like hustle, like just get some stuff together. Let's go <laughs> like paint a picture, launch it. This year, we're like, hey, let's be intentional with our presentation. That's all we really mean by campaign. So we had uh, key art that our uh, incredible designers worked on to really make it feel like we were giving you a succinct kind of story from start to finish. Um, and that influenced our um, videography. That influenced our web page. It was really exciting. And then we, so we started out Zoomed out with just messaging to our people of, hey, let's be a part of hope. Let's be a part of community. Let's be a part of, um, you know, I think families being, uh, brought back together. So we tried to like really zoom out, um, and tease people with this message. And then by the time we got to really share the giving Tuesday campaign, which again was a really, is a tight window. So you really have to prepare and then just be super effective that week leading up to giving Tuesday. By the time we got there, that's when we, um, and this was kind of accidental. We stumbled onto this language, I think, initially with a hashtag of launch Sandals Church Anaheim. And so it was cool. It was like we started out with like telling our audience, let's let's kind of like trying to rally our people. And it was interesting in a pandemic, right? Like it's a really hard year. Okay, let's be a part of, let's be a part of this. Let's be a part of bringing people together. Let's be a part of restoration, like really mm-hmm. interesting messages. And then we surfaced Sandal Church Anaheim from that as like the opportunity. So like, let's make that happen over here in Anaheim. Um, and that actually, that rally proved to be really effective of yeah. launch Sandals Church Anaheim. That was like our, our call to action. That was like our, um, you know, exciting opportunity was like, you give, give to launch this. And yeah. so not only did I think that was like really effective, uh, proved to be really effective messaging. And that was due to um, Stephanie Schaefer, who really led the comms on that, just and she was super brilliant with that. But I think it also, not only did was it effective, I think it created like a community buzz. And we all felt, which is amazing, man. That's like, that's the church. Like together, yeah. let's build mm-hmm. the church. And so um, yeah. it was it was awesome. It was an incredibly exciting campaign. So, so Ron, you know, as, as this idea was being developed, there there was a major change that was being added to the overall strategy, and it was on Giving Tuesday to have a live element where that people could be a part of. They could yeah. follow along. They could tune into early in the day, obviously late in the day, and I'm I'm sure we'll probably touch on that in a bit. But how did that you 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 helped to drive all of that? How, what, why a live event? Why did you think that that would be something that we should engage in? Yeah, well, I, I can't take too much credit for it. I think it was a large, largely from Mike and his team as well. But, you know, really, I think the, the idea was, was simply um, recognizing that, that people would be curious about what was happening, about the place, about um, the kinds of things we would do. Um, we were very intentional about drawing other people in. So I remember a couple of times um, we had 
some of our, our other campus pastors out in Anaheim with uh, our future campus pastor for Anaheim, and they would be talking and we would, we would go live. And what was great about that was, was the audience for a campus pastor somewhere, um, the, the engagement for an audience for a, a particular campus pastor is very different from one to the other. And so we were able to draw people in by strategically inviting others to be a part of that. And I think there's just this reality to sort of this, this uh, the, the, the live element that uh, creates curiosity. P- you know, p- people want to know what's happening. Uh, I think they, they feel connected to it when, they're, when they see it in real time right now. Uh, I remember some of the fun things we did, uh, you know, up on the roof, sort of watching the sunset in the distance uh, uh, fr- fr- from the campus. And we were able to look at over the community and really show people that were engaging in that moment, man, th- th- you know, there are people all around us. There's a school right here um, that, 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 this, that this particular church is not reaching, man. Wouldn't it be amazing if we could reach this, this school right here? Like we're showing people live mm-hmm. the school that's right there, man, full of kids um, that, that don't know Jesus. And what a great picture that paints for people to invite them in to say, man, when, when you give to this, we're, we're going to be in that school and we're going to be connecting with those kids and we're going to be showing them the love of Jesus and we're going to be inviting them to youth on Wednesdays. And, and there's just something so compelling about that. Um, so, so raw and so real and so practical about that. Um, you know, it's, it's tangible, you know, it's not an idea. It's a, like, we're really going to be right there in that school and we're showing you that school live. Yeah. Um, and there's just something really powerful about that. So I think, I think all, all of that was sort of a part of the process. I think it was very effective. Um, and, um, and really it, it just, it just got great engagement. And so, um, you know, being able to do that was, was a, was a big key. It was a long day. I mean, you and I were filming, I don't like 15 or 16 hours that day, I think. Um, we finished in my living room at like 11 something. Yeah, it was, I think it was like midnight and we were like just hanging by a thread, uh, (laughs) wrapping the day. I'd love to see that video now. It's probably (laughs) pretty on YouTube. Yeah, I don't don't know. Oh gosh. (laughs) Yeah. We're like holding our eyes open with toothpicks, but. But, um, but, you know, look, I just think there's a reality to this, the, the, the live component that for us was so important and so engaging. Um, and, and I think, I think it was a big win. Yeah. I think showing the community to your point of showing the school, helping people see that if you help to launch this campus, these people are all going yeah. to be served yeah. in different ways yeah. and, and so many more that you couldn't see in the different camera well, shots. And, and, and just real quick, say, the, the cool thing is we've done that. I mean, we've been over to the school serving the kids yeah. and reaching the teachers. I mean, I remember um, we, we, took, we, we took teacher appreciation bags over um, probably – probably towards the end of the last school year, you know, right after we had launched a campus and teachers were crying, like nobody mm-hmm. had ever said, thank you for, for the sacrifice. Thank wow. you. And it was their first day back to work. It was, it was really providential timing, but, um, but they just felt so loved and appreciated. I thought, man, what a great win that is. And so we've done that. We've got kids in that neighborhood houses that we panned over on giving Tuesday. There are kids that are now coming to youth on Wednesday nights that we never knew were there. Wow. Um, but man, God, God showed up when people were faithful and when they gave God showed up and we can see the fruit right now today. I can, we can see it on Wednesday nights at the campus and Sunday mornings in worship. And uh, for me, man, that's, that's what's, that's, what's so beautiful about getting to see this on the other side is we really do get to see the fruit in what God does with, with our, with our offerings. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Ron, would you, would you share, uh, the result of year two, yeah, you know, the goal yeah. was 250 K. Yeah. Goal, goal 250. Uh, I think we landed at $278,000 on giving Tuesday, uh, last year, which, which again, just crazy. it's crazy. I mean, I, even, I can say that objectively, like, <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I think, I think there's this reality, you know, n- number one, we, we, we learned a lot, you know, we took a lot after our first year. Um, we were intentional about, um, scaling our audience, which we did through Sandals Church, um, and and look, we 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 knew that we unlocked something uh, when we recognized that there were people that that not just um, that not just would be moved, but but would be but but would be excited to give, you know, that would give w- w- with great joy. Mm. And so when we're able to show people, man, that, um, that, that, that we, we, we really are reaching people, the gospel, we're baptizing people, we're inviting kids in, we've got, we've got, you know, youth services that are full at that campus now on Wednesday nights. When we can show people that, 
um, people are willing and excited to give to that. And so, um, God, God was, God was faithful, man. He, he showed up in such a big way, um, last year and, and I'm confident he's going to do it again this year. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So Mike on the heels of that, you know, a couple months ago, we, we start talking about giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, you, your team and a number of others who are part of Sandals Church and the foundation start coming together to talk through what is 2021 going to look like. And so Ron, would you go ahead and share a little bit about what the campaign is? And then yeah. Mike, I'd like to come back and just have you share about, uh, the, the practical steps that you guys have taken to get us to the point that we're at right now. We just rolled out some of the first teasers mm-hmm. for this year's campaign. So if you can talk about the work that was done to get here, and then as much as you'd like to let the cat out of the bag, if you could continue on and talk about uh, what what's to come for Giving Tuesday as we're about a month out now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to say uh, where 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 well, we're going. We won't say exactly we, where. I think I think we kind of can. But um, so you know, we we've got a church in Northern California. I'll I'll say that much that has that has voted to to be a part of um, our replant efforts, uh, our, revi- our revitalization efforts, and so they've already voted. It's already unanimously uh, passed. And so uh, th- this year for Giving Tuesday, we're, we're going a long way away, about five hundred miles. Uh, away from our our primary market, which is in Southern California, and um, and we're gonna we're we're gonna build a campaign around reaching a, a new community with the gospel um, and uh, launching a new Sandals Church location in in Northern California. And um, sh- should I share the goal, Scott? Is that is that a thing? We yes, know? <laughs> and, and I'm praying right now that people hear it and that they are moved and and begin to pray about how they can be a part of it amen, as well. Amen. Well, I just want to make sure you guys aren't going to you guys are you know throw anything at me. But um, but no, our our goal our goal this year is to raise a half a million dollars. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna double it. It's um, it's crazy and audacious, and it's a god sized goal. And um, we can't do it without without the spirit of God moving in and through people and in and through us. Yeah. Um, and so we're, uh, we're we're trusting that we're expecting that, um, and we're excited for that. I mean, look, I, God has shown up every time, and so we're going to be faithful and we're going to work really hard and we're going to be strategic and intentional and we're going to ask people. And uh, Mike, I'll let you talk about your plan. You guys have a great plan. Um, we we captured some great content. But, um, but man, God, you know, I'm, I'm confident God's going to show up. He, he has, he has not let us down yet. And so, um, I'm excited. So Mike, what's the, what has the crazy look like (laughs) thus far? Yeah. Um, really good. Like I, I think, so I think what Ron and you guys, like you, Scott tapped into in 2020, was um two two things that came out of the live component and i think i think primarily from the live component was one this uh collaborative nature of of getting teams and people around and bought into the project um 2019 it was like an underground rap group man like we had like you know <laughs> as best we could we had a few different people from different teams and we did it but 2020 we had more people involved uh this year what was super exciting was um, you know, sitting down with, um, for the first meeting, uh, I think like Ron, you came in and, and just, there, there was a bunch of people you had recruited to be a part of this effort, which is awesome and exciting. So I think that's, um, one of the lessons learned is just, um, bringing people in from a variety of disciplines, um, you know, for us ministries as well. And so, um, yeah, what, what it's basically looked like was like, all right, we need to tell, uh, even more so, a really compelling story. It's a new new opportunity to tell a story about what we're doing, about the opportunity. So this time, telling a compelling story, man, we we got together, worked really, really hard weeks, a lot of uh, strenuous meetings on whiteboard sessions of what story <laughs> do we tell. Um, and I think we came up with a really interesting story um, for this context in Northern California, um, you know, and, and why it's why there's a huge opportunity here. Um, and so I'm excited. I, I think we, we, um, you know, especially when Northern California is at, that's where I'm from as well. Like it's, it's, um, a, we consider it like a place that really, really needs vibrant local churches. And so that's the story we're playing into. Um, you can even check out like our initial, uh, story, uh, question and kind of what were the, the key kind of idea we're floating out there for this campaign. So we're really, really trying to make it like, um, a really cool opportunity, a bigger story, a bigger project that you can be a part of. Um, and I think 
I don't know, to you guys' credit, uh, walking by faith, which also means crazy goals and you look crazy. <laughs> but we're, I mean, at this point, I just think we're crazy and we're going to do it, man. Like, <laughs> that's just what I've had to learn. Is Amen. I'd rather do something crazy than, you know, be working on smaller projects that are, are safe and I never think I'm going to fail. Um, so I'm excited. I think there's just so much um, energy and anticipation for this one. And we're really putting in a lot of uh, man hours and, and creativity into this one. So. Yeah. And, and I think uh, something worth, worth talking about, maybe you can share a little bit about maybe how it's changed, if it has changed, is uh, we're keeping the live component. Day of, yep. uh, we're not steering away from that. Could you talk a little bit about maybe some lessons learned from last year's live component and what we're doing this year? And, yeah. and maybe we'll wrap there. Yeah, totally. So uh, I think the live component was super smart. I think it was an opportunity to engage with our audience um, intentionally and continually throughout a really competitive window. Um, and so this year around, um, because social media behaviors and platforms change so much, we're trying to really figure out like the best ways to stay in front of our audience during that day. Um, and so what we're going to do, we've planned out already, we've got hour by hour what we're doing that day from a social media to comms um, strategy. And we've thought very intentionally about how each of those things is going to reach people. So we're not just going to be live for the sake of being live. We're trying to be really intentional with what goes where. Um, and the overall goal, which is what I think the initial live idea uh, brought, like brought to the surface was, um, how can we just strategically sort of be in your, um, you know, mind throughout the day on Giving Tuesday? That That's ultimately what I think the live component unlocked. And now we're going, okay, cool. So we understand that. How do we use our key platforms to the best uh, possible ways so that we're, you know, Sandals Church and what, what the Rogo Foundation is doing on Giving Tuesday is part of your day. Um, I think on November 30th, I think is this year. Yeah, so yeah. I'm excited. I love it, man. It's, we're, we're doing a mixed media campaign is um, how we're thinking through that. And uh, I love it, man. I'm so excited. It's probably some of the best work I think mm. our, our teams have done in my time here. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. about that. Well, Mike, thank you so much for making time uh, to, to connect and talk about uh, our Giving Tuesday history and our strategy for 2021. Ron, as well, thank you so much for making some time to hop on the Church Report podcast. I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching this podcast, if you are not already following the Rogo Foundation on, on your social, social media platforms, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, I want to encourage you to do that. Keep an eye on what Mike and his team have built and what they're putting together. Jump on on November 30th. Check out the Giving Tuesday campaign and the live stream. Check out the amazing uh, schedule that they've developed. And I'll leave you with this. If you have questions, if you're working on developing a Giving Tuesday strategy and you'd like to connect with Mike or you'd like to connect with Ron or myself and you have some questions, we would love to serve you. We'd love to try and be a resource to you as much as we can. And so I would encourage you, whether it's through our website at rogofoundation.com or it's through the podcast page, reach out to us. We'd love to connect. God bless you. Hope that you all have a wonderful day.